Another digital, another digital, another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another digital citizen. My name is Fro, and with me I have Luke. Hi, Luke. Hi, Fro. Hi, everybody. How's it going? Uh, it is going very bad. Oh, my head! My head hurts. Your head hurts. Okay. Mm hmm And uh, I woke up with uh, a strain in my neck. Oh, uh, so is... it, it's not like a headache. Like your head physically hurts. Is that what you're saying? Yes, my head physically hurts to move. Uh, so I'm fear feeling kind of uh, paraplegic today because uh, I was uh, I was trying to make myself breakfast today and I was like, nope, can't do this. <laughs> like I literally couldn't like stand and make food. Did you sleep and on it wrong? What happened? Yeah. Oh I yeah. Slept on it wrong, and and, and it hurts like uh, yeah. <laughs> it hurts. Uh, yeah, I know, yeah, I know that. I've done that before. Mm -hmm. I mean, not even just my neck, like, sleeping on your arm wrong, and then the whole next day, your, like, elbow or something, you can't use it. It's it's so annoying. And it's like, you didn't really do anything. You just slept. All you did was sleep, which you have to do, right? Yeah, I, it's annoying. And it, it's not that it's only annoying that it's uh, hurting, but it's like... I I feel extremely stupid because like everything I do takes like ten times the time. Like going to the toilet takes like ten times the time. Like uh, if I don't move, it's okay. But if I like move even like a, a millimeter, it's like it hurts. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, anything with, like, your neck or your back is the worst. Like, I specifically have, I guess, lower back stuff a lot. Um, mm -hmm. Sometimes, like, shoulder, neck area, but mostly it, it's my lower back that I always have a problem with. Look, we sound like such old men right now. We're, like, the oldest we, people on the internet. We are old men. <laughs> <laughs> we, we are. Spoiler alert, we are uh, old men. I was yeah, working no. this week, and I had to put an ace bandage on my elbow, because it was, like, I, I was getting, what do they call it, tennis elbow or whatever, tendonitis, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no. so, uh... Yeah, I'm doing the podcast naked today. So that's that's hot. That's, that's hot. Mm. As Paris Hilton would say, yeah, that's hot. <laughs> uh, not because I want to, but because I literally can't get my clothes on. <laughs> oh. mm -hmm. I don't know if that's a first for the podcast, but uh, yeah, that's interesting. I don't think it is. <laughs> probably. <laughs> probably not. Probably not. I can say I've never done it naked, but uh, yeah. Uh, you can. I could. I guess I could do it at some point. Uh, just to, just mm -hmm. for fun. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, Hot I, and steamy podcast. I've I've had a bit of a battle this week. I there's a mouse somewhere in my kitchen. Uh, okay. 
and I cannot, like, I put traps out and everything, and this mouse is the uh -huh. smartest fucking mouse. It eats the peanut butter off of the trap without setting the traps off, and it's eaten, it's done, like, four or five traps already this week. It's, like, so, I don't know if it knows the deal. I think I need to get a different kind of, uh device to get it maybe it's just too smart it knows what those things are you know what i'm saying it's really strange you know, you know what this means right what that you're going to be super famous moving to france and making food with a mouse in your hair well that's a rat and rat ratatouille i thought you were going to say i was uh my fairy godmother was going to deliver my dress and <laughs> i would have to get the prince by midnight <laughs> Uh, don't make me laugh, it hurts. Oh, right, sorry. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, no, but, uh... Sure. Uh, does it squeeze? Like, squeak, I mean, sorry. I haven't heard it. Um, I just know it's there because, like, uh, the peanut butter's gone every time I come back to check mm. the traps, yeah. Hmm. Well... We'll see if you have fairy godmother, maybe, since you to the prom this year. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Uh, it's going to be great, the prom. Other than that, how's your week been? Uh, very rainy. Uh, then I just saw an article today. We had that, like, what are the, the bomb cyclone last week or two weeks ago? Excuse me. Mm -hmm. And, um... Uh, this week we're getting a, what do they call it? Um, atmospheric river. So <laughs> okay. we're getting another giant storm front coming in tomorrow to like just completely destroy the everything. They're saying flash floods and things like that, but it's good for us because it was super dry during the summer. But it's like this is a. Oh, they're saying in some places, uh, in a few, in two days, it could be like a month worth of rain. That's pretty crazy. Right. I have never ever heard of uh, that kind of thing. What was it called again? An atmospheric river. Apparently, the bomb yeah. cyclone was also an atmospheric river. It was just like a much more intense uh, version of it. Uh, Is that why he sang "Crimea River"? Uh, yes, because he was in the sky. Yes. He was flying around, yes. hanging out. I love that song, actually. He was hanging out on top of some clouds, just, like, singing. I I, I don't know why, why Justin Timberlake has gotten so much, like, flack for his music. I, I, I like a lot of his music. Especially Cry Me River is such a good song. Did you know clouds actually weigh a lot? I, I never of knew that. Of course they do. I, I guess I'm, you, when you think about it, they're made of water and water, or yeah. mostly water vapor and water's heavy. But you never really yeah. think, because they float in the air, you never really think about it. But I'm even mm -hmm. reading right here, it says, uh, so cranking through math, uh, that means a typical cloud weighs around a million tons. That's crazy. A million tons? That's what it says. A lot. So why doesn't skies fall down then? It says the clouds are lighter than the air around them, though. So that's why they float. 
So the air around us should actually cross us, like crush us. Atmospheric pressure is pretty wild. Like if you right, if you went up in a plane, like plane height with your own body, you'd pretty much be crushed, right? You'd die. Or... Yeah, you you'd die instantly. Well, I don't know if you would be crushed though. I don't know. Uh, you would definitely ex uh, what do you call it exceptified. Ex well, yeah, you would the, lose your breath. Yeah, you definitely wouldn't. There was not enough. The air is way too thin for sure. Yeah, right. Hmm. That's why a lot of like uh, people that goes to Kilimanjaro and things like that, you bring their uh, like uh, oxygen, o oxygen masks and like things like that. That's still, yeah, that's interesting. I don't know how we got on this cloud tangent. We just went off on, like... <laughs> Weather, welcome to the wedding channel. Right, yeah. <laughs> hey, we're two old men. We're allowed to talk about weather. I mean, that's I don't like superheroes, do. but the idea of a superhero that can, like, throw clouds at people that weigh, like, a, a million ton cloud and they can Ooh. throw it at people, that's a pretty good idea. Cloud man. Cloud master. Yeah. Cloud master. I I saw I saw a superhero movie this week. We will talk about that later. But let's go into the news. Analyst who uh, aided the Trump Russia dossier is charged with lying. What really? Right. I'm uh, so shocked. The uh, key source of information used to compile the 2016 dossier on Donald Trump, known as the Steele dossier, was uh, a key source of sorry a key source of information used to compile the salacious 2016 dossier on Donald Trump was charged Thursday with lying to the FBI about his work uh, in a new case which was bought, brought by John Durham. <coughs> Igor Dechenko, an associate of the former British intelligence officer Christopher Steele, has been released on a $100,000 bond after a brief court appearance where he and his attorney indicated that he was going to plead not guilty. The analyst was charged with five counts of making false statements to investigators regarding sources of information that he provided to Steele. The information was later included in the dossier that was then turned over to the FBI. Uh, in one such, such instance, Duchenko falsely claimed that he obtained information from an anonymous caller who indicated that there were communications ongoing between Trump campaign and Russian officials, and that the caller had indicated that Kremlin might be getting, uh, might help in getting Trump elected. Uh, right. Steele assembled the report as a collection of memos from the firm Fusion GPS. Fusion. GPS, which had been hired by a law firm that was representing the Democratic National C Committee and the Hillary Clinton campaign. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not sure I'm extremely shocked by this. Uh, we're not, but, but everybody else who believed in the Steele dossier should be. I mean, we... Much, much after the... Uh, the actual case was over, I guess. Uh, the Mueller report had come out, I suppose, is a good kind of timeline. We were still hearing people talking about the P-tape. I mean, even Tron was saying ta saying the P-tape, talking about, you know, the P-tape and uh, 
calling Trump, uh, making fun of Trump. You see it on, you know, the late night shows, the Jimmy Kimmel's and stuff. They make fun of the P tape and stuff like that, even though it had already been discredited. And now we're seeing that it's even more discredited. And this adds to more, uh, more evidence that the Clinton campaign was definitely behind this whole thing. And that the people Steele was depending on to get the information for this dossier, which was used by the FBI to start the entire Russiagate investigation, uh, not only were they all lying to him, uh, they were all working for the Hillary Clinton campaign as well. Mm. Yeah, no, I I can't say that I am baffled by this news. It's like, it's more or less confirming my kind of thought of things i i do think it's interesting that uh, it seems like more and more of this is coming out now uh i wonder if that's uh just because people can't can't believe that uh actually trump was right about something uh, or or what it is that... Well, that, the reason uh, it's all coming out is because this John Durham investigation. That's why it's all coming out. Uh, okay. Why are... I don't... Honestly, when this came out, I didn't see a whole lot of mainstream news outlets covering it a lot. It wasn't like the big story of the day or anything, even though I think it should have been. Um, mm. I guess I, I think what you're trying to get at... I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but what, what you're trying to say is, like, people... Uh, wanted to believe the Russia investigation initially? Is that what you're trying to get at? Why they believed it? Yeah, yeah. Well, they didn't... They didn't want to be... uh, They didn't want to reflect on why Trump won in in the first place, which was that uh, there were problems with the system in place, um, and that... Not only that... uh, Hillary Clinton was just not a likable person, uh, let alone that people didn't want to vote uh, for the establishment. They they voted. That's why they voted for Trump, because they saw the system is broken. Uh, They don't want to reflect on the fact that the Democrats needed to fix their own house. They just wanted Mm. to say, oh, Russia did it. Then we don't have to fix anything. We don't have to reflect on our own problems in society. And it goes out to even, you know, regular the Democrats who voted for Hillary Clinton and watch MSNBC and CNN and focus on that stuff and are told that this is true, it gives them a sense of like, oh, well, we didn't lose. Uh, We were cheated by the Russians. The Russians cheated us. If it wasn't for them, Hillary would have won, and then everything would be different. America would be perfect now if only the Russians hadn't cheated us, right? That's the idea. Um, Which is strange to see because then you see the how the Republicans react to Trump losing. And it's like, is this a cycle we're going to go through where like everybody's going to live in denial every time their politician loses and come, come up with some crazy conspiracy about why their candidate lost every single election. Is that going to be, you know, going forward? What always happens? Um, Right. So my dad is going to Italy this uh, December. Uh, for Christmas uh, and celebrating Christmas there and I oh and we got to talking about like he was a little afraid of like maybe 
he would have problems with like traveling out and things like that. And I said to him like, uh, wh why do you think that would be and things like that? And he, and he said something interesting that kind of uh, got me thinking about this uh, uh, as well. That he was maybe even more worried about the election in twenty twenty two. <laughs> uh, than anything else when it comes to like corona stuff and things like that because i i i see a very big danger uh if this corona stuff doesn't get handled correctly with the 22 uh, election and democrats not winning in 2022 in the midterms uh, do you don't and i i wonder if this will help the Republicans in in their way of like they can point to hey look at the Democrats they they tried to uh, uh, trick you this Russia thing wasn't even true well all the people that watch MSNBC and CNN they they're so brainwashed to this stuff that it doesn't even matter anymore you know it's it's a mm. it's a group mentality where like we all agree so it's true uh, and if you disagree with us, you're you're not part of the you know the group, and so you're mm. you become an outcast, and you become one of the deplorables, quote unquote, as Hillary Clinton said. Um, mm. And so you can't convince. You're never going to be able to convince those people that it's the Russia stuff isn't true. There's still. I even saw Adam Schiff on the View. There was a clip of him saying, uh, "Just because." Uh, they lied about the information in the Steele dossier. It doesn't mean that the Trump working with the Russians didn't isn't a thing that happened. That, that that's still that that's still true. Even though all the information used to start that investigation was a lie, and so you're like, wait, I don't understand hmm. what you're. And so they're still running with the idea that Russia Russia's the bad guy. It's what caused all this. Um, hmm. And then, like, I I don't want to put it all on the Democrats. Just to be fair, I mean, you like I said, look at the Trump campaign. They're like, we were cheated. It was this Dominion voting machines. They were hacked. It's like, mm -hmm. it's the same mm -hmm. game plan. You know what I'm saying? It's like just coming from two, two different sides. I think the other thing that we got to consider at the time in 2016 is that the WikiLeaks information came out about the DNC and the Clinton campaign that showed that they cheated against Bernie Sanders. I'm going to repeat, that's what this whole thing started as. And then the Russiagate yeah. thing came out to discredit that, which was true. We found out that, mm. like, the Democratic National Committee, Hillary Clinton, none of them have come out to deny that that reporting from WikiLeaks wasn't true. That was true. Right. <laughs> and then they used the Russiagate thing to discredit it by saying, oh, that was R Russian disinformation. And then mixing it all together with this idea of, like, Facebook memes and all these other things. And then if even if you watch the Adam Schiff thing on The View, he mixes together the, uh, the Russiagate uh, conspiracy with the idea of um, Trump... Uh, working in 2020 with Ukraine on the Biden um, stuff, if you remember the the Biden son and all that, mixing all mm. those together with the Capitol riot, like they're all the same uh, issue, um, mm. and saying these are all because of Trump. Uh, all of this is be because Trump uh, won, and the reason Trump won is because of the Russians, and it all boils back down to like 
uh, having a scapegoat and then not blame not we're not to blame it's always there's always somebody else to blame for the problem right mm, mm, mm. yeah but uh, that is that is mainly a big problem in in american politics you you need a scapegoat i mean uh, i i mean you always have needed one i mean as a politician it's good to have one so that you have somebody to say uh you know this is the problem and, and the, the, yeah. uh, it, it just comes back at you when you um, say this is the problem, this is the problem. Think about the James Comey thing we've gone, we went through starting from like 2015 up into 2018. Uh, yeah. When he came out with the Hillary Clinton email stuff, he was the worst guy ever. Don't believe him. Mm-hmm. You can't trust him. He's horrible. And then by the time we get to the Russiagate movie they put out Mm -hmm. he's like the savior of the world right so Mm -hmm. um the the bad guy today can be your best friend tomorrow in politics just depending on what narrative you're trying to spin that day sometimes yeah and i I, i'm i'm I'm, i guess i'm not surprised about it by that and that comes like like you said it comes from both uh, sides of the aisle. Like Democrats do not have clean uh, uh, fingers in this in any form or any way. It's not like we 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 can think that. Well, I think when you said like, is this going to hurt the um, Democrats? Uh, mm. More than likely, yes. But the Democrats are hurting themselves right now, just by infighting and not getting things done like you said and things like that um i guess a better question is should this hurt the democrats and it's like well the dnc did something wrong they uh worked with this guy christopher Steele to get fake information to try to sway a political uh vote um so should there be consequences for cheating in a political arena probably so in that Mm. sense uh, I think they should, not that it should cause them to lose elections, but there should be some reflection at least, or somebody should be like, hey, this was a problem. Uh, I think that's the thing that never happened with the Hillary Clinton cheating with cheating Bernie, is that nothing came out of it because it was lost in the shuffle of the Russiagate stuff. So, uh, mm-hmm. and, and that's what's going to happen with all this. It's all going to get lost in the shuffle of the Capitol riot, and then everybody's going to be focused on that, you know, so... Yeah, uh, it will be interesting, uh, definitely also with how much you... Uh, I, I do think that vo- voter turnout will maybe be lower because of the corona as well. Uh, it, because it seems like you're, you, you're not uh, stopping it in anytime soon. I think it's going to be lower because there isn't that Trump there. Like that, yeah, having Trump also, in yeah. office was like a thing where people like yeah. really felt like, oh, we got to get out there and do this. Having yeah. Biden in office, all these people who just all they wanted was to quote unquote get back to normal. They're like, well, okay, mm-hmm. now I don't have to worry about anything anymore because I got my guy in or whatever. So they're gonna wait yeah. till twenty twenty four to actually care again if Trump runs because all they care about is not Trump. They don't actually care about anything else other than not Trump. Like. Most of those mm-hmm. people don't have, like, a necessarily, uh, what's a good word for it? 
well-breathed political ideology. It's more like right. what what I'm told on MSNBC and CNN as true. Yeah. This is this is politics and this is news and this is what I, the bubble I live in. And then when they tell me to vote for this person or that person, that's who I'm going to vote for. It's kind of yeah. Uh, yeah. follow the leader mentality. Yeah, I don't want to say sheeple, but it's there is a sense of like you know. Uh, go along to get along that way you're not the uh, the weird outsider which I guess we are yep uh, okay uh, next thing US judge uh, sets January 4th for Prince Andrew to seek the dismissal lawsuit uh, yeah a uh, date has been set for the hearing in which Prince Andrew's lawyers will try to have the uh, claims of sexual abuse against Virginia Graffray dismissed. A U.S. judge on Thursday scheduled a hearing for January 4, 2022 in light of the accusations against the Duke of York. Uh, the district judge, Lewis Kaplan, issued an order a day after saying the expected civil case uh, against the prince will take place sometime in between September and December 2022. Graffray is suing Andrew for unspecified damages. Uh... She accuses him of having uh, forcing her to have sex more than two decades ago at a, at his London home. Uh, oh, at the London home of British socialite Ghislaine Maxwell. Yeah, uh, it's interesting to to see that it happened at Ghislaine Maxwell's home. I didn't know that. Uh, well, it not, that was just one of the places uh, he then abused her at. Uh, two other homes belonging to financier Jeffrey Epstein also uh, in in right. the United States. That's why the case is also happening in New York is because it happened there as well as in England. Um, but I think in England, probably the statute of limitations has passed where New York has that law we talked about last week. Yeah, and also I think it's, yeah, to be fair, it, it, it is more easy in in new york because they don't really care about the royals <laughs> so uh it would be easier for for the justice system in the u.s i mean still got to be intimidating for the judge you know just because of the uh status of a royal you know sure yeah to a certain degree yes i, I do agree to that but it, it kind of goes together with a uh, thing that we talked about last week about uh, Barclays, Epstein links, and uh, now the U.S. Virgin Islands are probing into this. Right, as you know, the U.S. Virgin Islands is where Epstein's secret estate, secret island uh, estate was, um, where many ri rich, powerful people went. Uh, a court has ordered... Barclays boss Justin Daly to hand over details on massages he received or was offered at properties owned by Jeffrey Epstein. Obviously, the property in uh, the Virgin Islands is my guess. Mr. Stately, who stepped down from the bank last week after an investigation into the ties of the late pedophile financier, has also been asked to provide photographs and videos taken at his estate. The U.S. Virgin Island court has issued the former boss with a legal request known as a subpoena demanding that he hand over the material according to court records, which were disclosed uh, by mail on Sunday. Hmm. 
the demand states that he should provide all documents related to massages offered to, sought, or given to you at any Epstein property by any female associated with Jeffrey Epstein. The, mm. the court has also asked for details of any attempts Epstein made to encourage Barclay to hire, oh, Barclays to hire Mr. Staley in 2015. If you remember, I had pointed out directly after this guy, Staley, visited the little St. James Island, uh, mm. he got his job at Barclays and he was good friends with Jeffrey Epstein because he was working mm. at J.P. Morgan, right? Um which was like, hmm, so now they're looking into whether possibly the, the reason he has this job is because of Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, mm -hmm. That's an interesting revelation. That is very interesting, because that could uh, mean, like like we said many times before, uh, it, it just shows us that uh, this is going deeper than, than we uh, thought it would be. Not only that, meanwhile, it has emerged that Barclays has been asking for details, uh, Barclays has been asking for details related to Epstein's alleged association with Ghislaine Maxwell. The mail said mm. that the subpoena request issued by the U.S. Virgin Islands uh, court in the U.K. demanded records related to Maxwell, who had a bank account with the bank. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, maybe they will open up then, then and show what kind of connection all the uh, it, i mean it's showing that like all these people are connected one way or another already yeah, before we yeah. even get like the records that are need to be released yeah and i i think this will hurt jesse max chances maybe to get free as well well what could happen is information could come out in this that is incriminating for sure yeah 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 for her yeah yeah uh, even though she challenges accuser's memory, what a total douche. I mean, obviously it's her lawyer's, um, choice. I mean, yes. they got to come up with some kind of defense. Yes. Um, Ghislaine Maxwell will yeah. challenge claims that she groomed underage girls for, uh, Jeffrey Epstein, uh, to sexually abuse, according to a letter from her lawyer, the British socialite defense will say her accusers might have faulty memories. A letter says that leading experts in psychiatry and memory would be brought in to testify in her defense. Uh, a letter written by her lawyer, Jeffrey Paglucia, uh, gives a first glimpse at her legal team, what her legal team are hoping to use as defense. According to a profile on UCI School of Social Ecology, uh, Miss, what is her name? Elizabeth Lo Loftus, uh, research has revealed how memories can be changed by things we are told and information we subtly absorb after an event. Um, she will describe scientific research showing that false memories can be described with confidence, detail, and emotion, just like true memories. Right. Okay. You and me, we talked a little about this uh, offline, um, because I talked all, uh, to you about suppressed and under-suppressed memory mm -hmm. section. I mean, uh, being shown again and again, again that, that that is something that most psychiatrists don't really uh, support. So I, I, I find it interesting that they 
maybe are bringing an expert in, in memory loss into this. Uh, another expert the defense wants to use is the leading forensic psychiatrist, Park Dietz, who has 40 years' experience as part of more than a thousand evaluations of alleged sexual abuse. Uh, Mr. Dietz would testify that Epstein, like many people who achieved great power and wealth, created and exploited a halo effect to surround himself with people who would serve his needs. Uh, yeah, that's that's what. I guess they're saying it wasn't her fault. I guess is they're that going to be uh, kind of her. It defense. wasn't her fault, of course. Why didn't I think about that? I don't know that first. I I don't remember which Epstein documentary it was, but there was one where um, they talk. They were talking to a bunch of the survivors of the Florida uh, house. I guess I'll I'll say um, mm -hmm. who had come from like those the local Florida high school that he was grooming girls from, and one of them described like the hallway. And then the back stairs mm -hmm. going up to the massage mm -hmm. room, and that there were pictures on the wall, and the col color of the carpet, and all that stuff. So, um, mm -hmm. how do you create that false memory? <laughs> right? Like I'm just doing the, the I'm doing the prosecution's job, I guess myself. But <laughs> seems pretty open and shut to me. Uh, yeah. Seems really open and shut for me, indeed. Yeah, no, this, this whole uh, Epstein just Len Maxwell thing. Uh, I can't wait to see how it ends. I hope. I hope. I really, really, really hope that I am correct in that she will get uh, at least something. I mean, uh, uh take it us a year back, maybe somewhere around there, before she was captured. Um, I, I figured she would never be found, and it would be over, and we'd never see her again, mm -hmm. and, like, there would be no other... It would all just kind of be thrown under the rug. Uh, and, yeah, I think her getting caught uh, opened up a lot of other things to happen after that. Um, mm -hmm. I don't... Do you think if she wouldn't have been caught that all like these other thing the all no. these other things would have happened i don't know maybe the prince no. andrew thing but other than that i don't know yeah no uh, i i i i really don't think so because uh, i think it would will just have have been swept under the rug uh, if she was never found we don't really have anyone to prosecute like who, who do we have to prosecute well prince andrew obviously that would be the only one well, left uh that it is kind I don't, of super high profile yeah. i don't even think that he would be in as much trouble if she wasn't caught right he was more like a client and less of like yes. the, the manager is what she was uh to yeah. like the manager to the ceo which would be epstein yeah yeah uh, let's go to Iraq, because uh, the Prime Minister there survives a drone attack on his home. Who by, by who, I wonder? Uh, I don't... Do we know? No, I don't think anybody has no. come forward... Uh, right, we'll get into that, I guess. <laughs> United States. Iraqi Prime Minister <laughs> Mustafa al-Qadhimi <laughs> has said he escaped unhurt after a drone attack on his home inside Baghdad. 
A drone laden with explosives struck the building, injured six of his bodyguards in an apparent assassination attempt. The attack comes after violent unrest in certain election uh, over recent election results, uh, which was both condemned uh, by the U.S. and Iran. Security sources say three drones were used to attack. Uh, they were launched from the River Tigris Republic Bridge, uh, but two of them were shot down. No one has said no one has said they carried out the attack in the area of the city housing, many government buildings, and foreign embassies. So yeah, nobody has said it was them. Nobody has, mm -hmm. I guess. Uh, yeah, no. It wasn't me, but I caught you on the camera. <laughs> It sounds like it wasn't like, um, at least what I'm to understand, it wasn't like uh, military-type drones. These were maybe not as expensive drones drones mm -hmm. that they had just strapped explosives to. So maybe they were not as, a, you know, they weren't like military-grade drones we're talking about. That's true. I shouldn't blame America because if it was America, you would probably send something more expensive. I mean, not necessarily. If we we could have paid some militant guerrilla group to do it and been like, oh, here's some explosives, figure out how to, you know what I mean? Figure, figure out, out how to get them there. And they went out and we went on Amazon and bought it like three DJI drones for a few hundred bucks, you know what I mean? Uh, maybe that is that, sir. Allegedly. Uh, allegedly. <laughs> we don't know that for sure. But we we can make it up in our minds. Yeah, no, but uh, it, it it would be funny if it showed uh, to be Norway or something like that. <laughs> I I I don't know why that would be a thing, but uh, I can see it being <laughs> some type of militant group that we find out is backed Sweet. by you know Israel or America or some other mm -hmm. yeah foreign government. It was PewDiePie. Right, yeah, the PewDiePie uh, gang, the army. Yeah, it's uh, the nine-year-olds. Hey, what is it with Dallas and QAnon, and why do they want the headquarter there? Right, if you listen to the show ending last week, we talked about the QAnon. Um, what do we call this? Rally? It's not really a rally. A get-together? really. Yeah, get-together. Yeah. Uh, QAnon followers uh, who descended on Dallas's, Dallas's Daily Plaza to attend the resurrection of JFK Jr. are reportedly refusing to go home now. Mm. So, right, last week we talked about how these QAnon... This is like a specific sect of QAnon that believes in... They believe that JFK, or the Kennedy family, is like the direct blood descendants of Jesus Christ. And that... Of course they are. JFK Jr. <laughs> is going to be the next Jesus, and he's going to basically come, be resurrected back from the dead for a certain amount of time. And then um, put, put Trump back into office and do all these things, uh, go around the world spreading the word of God or something. I think they also believe he's going to bring in the end times, you know, that it's very evangelical Christian type. There's, it's a weird thing. Cause it's like, has to do with like numerology and all these other things. It's very strange. Um, 
But the QAnon followers were seen in Daily Plaza again this weekend, forming a giant queue uh, in formation. Uh, according to Vice News, the remaining QAnon believers were following the words of Michael Protzman, who apparently called Dallas the promised land in an audio chat obtained by Vice News. He was seen leading the group on Saturday, who also reportedly filmed, uh, were filmed pointing towards a pyramid that they claim was proof of the Illuminati. The Enlightened Era group is frequently cited by conspiracy theorists. <laughs> uh, it's alleged that the followers of the conspiracy theory believe the son of the U.S. president will return from the de dead to announce a 2024 bid with Donald Trump, another former U.S. president. Uh, wow. So, yeah, they think JFK is going to come back and run as Donald Trump's, like, running mate. Um, cool. He was a he was a Democrat, by the way. I don't think they really remember their history. I don't think JFK <laughs> would be hugely down with Trump's political views, to be honest. What? Whatever got you that feeling? I don't know. It's weird. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, it says that they want to. Where does it say it? Uh, they want to start a a headquarters. They want to set up, like, they don't want to leave because they're waiting for Jesus to come back, right? So they want to set up, like, mm -hmm. a headquarters so that they can have a place where where they come and meet at this uh, near Daily Plaza so they can be ready when uh, JFK Jr. comes back from the debt. <laughs> yeah. That would... That, uh... That's, um... What's the word I'm looking for? Interesting. <laughs> That's the word I'm looking for. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I mean... Yeah. We, this. Welcome to America. I mean, I don't mm -hmm. know what else to say about it. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> uh, I mean, we'll talk more about Illuminati uh, conspiracies a little later, I guess. Whatever do you mean? Right. Uh, the conspiracy that... Uh, Biden farted on the Duchess of Cornwall, maybe? Right, uh, it sounds like, uh, the U.S. president has met with, or met with Camilla during, uh, the climate mm -hmm. conference in Glasgow. Um, mm -hmm. he met with various other members of the royal family during the reception at, uh, an art gallery to mark the summit's opening. The royals' diplomatic heft had been on display at the conference. Uh, Prince William claimed to ha have remarkably loud, loudly, what? With Prince William claiming to have remarked loudly at one event, I likened it to speed dating. Uh, you chat for a bit, then you press a button and quickly move on. Okay. Uh, as Camilla was talking, spoke with Biden on Monday evening. It has been claimed that Camilla was surprised to hear the president break wind in an omission audibly enough, uh, <laughs> audible enough to make the Duchess blush. Uh, it was loud, long and loud and impossible to ignore, a source said to the Mail on Sunday. Camilla hasn't stopped talking about it. Uh, Clarence, House <laughs> Clarence House has declined to comment when approached to the Independent <laughs> for comment. Fartgate. I mean, it's been dubbed Fartgate, right. Um, mm -hmm. 
we I don't know if this is true, but it's funny. <laughs> I mean, it's funny. I mean, if you go to Snopes uh, and look at the Snopes article on this, like whether it's true or not true, it says unproven. So they it could be true, could uh, not be true. Uh, what do you think? <laughs> Uh, I mean, he's an old dude, right? I can see a yes. a ripper sn- sneaking out, even if he didn't want it to on accident, maybe. <laughs> I mean, you think maybe like he so could he could have like uh, gotten away, but you know, when you're old, sometimes things just happen. Mm. Um, I guess there was a huge thing on Twitter where people were like making up things like oh he shit his pants and things like that and saying like <laughs> kind of taking it to the a whole other level than it actually is i mean him farting in front of the prince in front of a princess is funny enough to me and that she got offended by it it's like yeah you never fart lady sure hey ladies never fart like right especially that. princesses they never fart mm-hmm. never ever they are racist, apparently, though, according to her, her brother. <laughs> oh, that's okay. Right. Racist against children okay. is fine, but farting... Racist against, racist against <laughs> children is okay, but farting? Come on. Come on. Come on. Beyond the pale. <laughs> Beyond the pale, indeed. <laughs> I mean, come on. What is it next? I mean... Maybe maybe we will get the conspiracy theory that uh, Alex Baldwin actually loaded the gun on purpose. Look, yeah, nobody would be crazy enough to say that. That would be like <laughs> no. insensitive to the families of the people, and uh, that would be insane. Nobody would be stupid enough to say that. Yeah. Okay. Well, what about Donald? Tr- oh, Donald Trump did say that. Oh. Okay. Aww. Uh, well, he said it on a show that nobody's ever watched and has no clue happened because I'm I'm like at the actual place it is. This is somebody with 355 subscribers. This this video that people have been talking about in the news has like less than a thousand views. So I don't know. The only well, people who watched nine, this were apparently the people from like the news that reported on it. <laughs> nine thousand four hundred and sixty-two views it has now. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm saying, like, yes. a, I was just rounding it off, but yeah. Um, yes. I'm saying this isn't, like, why is Trump even on this podcaster? I, I guess it says AM 990, so I guess maybe it's also, like, a actual radio television, or actual ra- AM radio show, which I guess old Republicans still use, like, AM radio to listen to, like, shitty talk radio do, shows. Do you think we, if we could, uh, if... We really, really, really tried. If uh, we really, really wanted to, we could get Trump on this podcast. I don't know. Maybe we'd have to. <laughs> I don't want to. I, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know who I'd contact to begin with, but maybe considering yeah. that he's on this. But some show called that, that's what the think. Chris Stegall Show. Whoever that is, never heard of. He looks very nice with his beard. I will say that. Uh, sure. I guess like the. I don't know why he's wearing like a suit thing without a jacket. It kind of <laughs> looks silly. Um. But whatever. I, uh, he's he's. I'm sure he's a horrible person. But let's hear what they have to say <laughs> about Alec Baldwin. 
In three, two, one, play. I'll give you a look. He's a troubled guy. There's something wrong with him. Okay. I've watched him for years. Okay. He gets into fistfights with the reporters. Look, I don't like reporters. I mean, I like. I don't remember that happening, but maybe it did. Some are talented. But I like I don't, you don't get into fistfights. I mean, everything he does, he's a volatile guy. He's a nut job. And I think that, you know, when they hand him a gun, if it's loaded, if they handed me a gun, I would never point it at somebody and shoot it. (laughs) Even I don't care about checking the gun. You can look at any, you know, which way you've been reading the same articles that I have. And you've been saying, you can look at it any which way. What? You're not going to point it at somebody. And this was really, this is different than being like in a field. He's on a film set. This is a cinematographer. So that means he took the gun and pointed it at a cinematographer, pulled the trigger and she was dead. It's weird. It's not doable. And they're out. It's not doable. He doesn't make any sense. In the air, pull the trigger a couple of times. I think just by natural, you know, they're outside in this big open space. There's nobody around. I think I'd probably I would have pointed it up in the air. But you can also look to see whether or not it's loaded. But blanks, if you're using a revolver, blanks from the back would look the same as a regular bullet. Yeah. Yes. And she's dead. I mean. I can't imagine anybody, as bad as it may have been kept, meaning, you know, the people that take care of the equipment and the guns and everything else. That has nothing to do with anything. And, and, you know, that's a weird thing. Maybe he loaded uh, it. Oh. Who, remember this. Mm. Who would put a gun, here, Alec, here's your gun. Oh, good. Lift it up, point it at a person, and pull the trigger. And, oh, man, a bullet came out. She's dead. So... There's something wrong with him. He's a sick guy. I've, I mean, cool. I've seen him for years because he did, a, I thought, a poor job of, you know, imitating me. And okay, we can stop it there. I don't think we need to. <laughs> he went from accusing him of shooting somebody on purpose to being like, you know, he didn't. He did a bad job on SNL. And, and I thought, I thought he goes on to be like, you know, other people did a better job at in, imitating me. He, he did a bad job, which means he killed mm-hmm. somebody, right? That's how that works. <laughs> I thought I was old. That was before I heard this. I mean, you listen to the the, the way the sentences he puts together. It's like half of what he says makes no sense. Like he starts a sentence and then halfway through stops his thought and starts a whole mm-hmm. new thought like halfway through a sentence. It's very weird. He's um, something. I mean, when he talks, it does sound like he's... <laughs> there has been rumors of some type of amphetamine or something. Like, he does, like, uh-huh. some type of uh, over-the-counter kind of amphetamine. Uh, uh-huh. And just hearing him talk right there, the way his sentence structure was, like, it sounded like his brain was, like, going a thousand miles an hour. You know what I mean? So, I'm not sure how to ask you this next question, Luke. Okay. But, uh... Do you want to write a lot? <coughs> uh, what? I couldn't. I couldn't understand you. You. Uh, you broke. You broke up. I think. Uh, oh. Oh. Uh, the, is it long time since you masturbated? Master. Masturbated. Is that what, are you saying yeah, masturbation? Yeah. It's not. Yeah, everybody yeah. does it. It's not. It's. It. Everybody poops and everybody masturbates, bro. Mm-hmm. It's not. You don't have to be. Uh. You don't have to be nervous about it. I'm just Norwegian. That's the problem. Oh, is that it? I mean, most people are American. I think it's 
maybe it's because I live in more of like a liberal area, like on the West Coast and stuff. But like talking about sex and masturbation and stuff has become just like a accepted thing. Like people are more accepting of like talking about people's sexual uh, exploits, I guess, and not being offended by it. Yeah. At least it feels like it. I'm sure if I was in certain circles, they would be like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Go to the rural uh, Texas uh, Bible Belt. Go I mean, not even that. If I just go to certain churches, probably right here in Oregon, they would be... Right. Yeah. Well, uh, Tron is going to tell the truth. We need to masturbate more. Thank you, Tron. That reminds me of a song that... Uh, 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 we 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 sang when I was younger. Always, like uh, we, you know that, Uplady Uplada, life goes on. Right, the theme song to Wonder Years. Yes. Right. <clears throat> we we sang it a little differently. We sang it Onani Onana Onanera, Yaso Onanerevi. And that means like masturbate, masturbate, masturbate. <laughs> oh, we masturbate. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's just over and over again, just repeating that. That's int- that. That's mm-hmm. funny. Was that like a just a local thing that you did with your friends, or do you think that's like a Norwegian joke? I don't know, but it goes in like it goes like opladi instead of like opladi uplada. Right. Okay. Unani unana. Because it just, yeah, it does sound, it sounds about right, yeah, yeah. I thought you were going to say the Green Day, uh, All By Myself, secret track. (laughs) I forgot about that. That was all about masturbation, too, yeah. It was all about masturbation, yeah. Many songs about masturbation. That was probably the funniest one that I remember, though. Uh, I remember the first time finding that Green Day song at the end of that uh, album, like back when CDs, you'd have to fast forward to track 99. Man, back in the day. (laughs) When I was young. Back when I was young. Uh, And CDs were incredibly inconvenient. (laughs) We didn't have internet when I was young. Uh, let's go into the TV round. I haven't seen that much TV, but uh, I've seen some things. Okay. Uh, well, let's start with Hell's Kitchen Season 20. Um, so I haven't watched any Hell's Kitchen since Season 1, I'm going to be honest, but okay. okay. Still the same show, I'm assuming? Uh, it is, but this is called The Young Ones. Uh, all are under 23, I think, or 22. I'm not sure. Right, okay. For this season, uh, it's not like a spin-off show. Like, sometimes they do, like, Top Chef Kids right, or whatever. Right. Okay, yeah. Right, so this season was, like, definitely, like, about, like, him finding someone he could, like, help to build up uh, uh, from a young age. Oh, mentor. A mentor. Yeah, mentor. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like this season. One of the best seasons uh, so far. I will give it a 5.5. Yeah. 5.5. Okay. Does he yell at them a lot? Cause of course. They're little kids. Is that awkward? No. Oh, okay. I'm just wondering if at any point that he made a kid cry or something, because that could all of a of sudden course. make it very awkward. Of course. He makes everybody 
cry. All right. Uh, let's see. I saw. Let's see. Is this a Netflix Netflix show? Arcane, which is like uh-huh. based off of League of Legends, the video game. It is. Have you ever played League of Legends? No, I haven't. Have you? Me neither. So I went into this with totally knowing absolutely nada. I don't know how much you need to know about the video game necessarily to understand Nothing. what's going on in the show, though. I mean, Nothing. if yeah, I don't think so either. I, I mean, it probably would add to like the not nostalgia really because like League of Legends mm-hmm. is really an old old game. It's a, I guess it's more like um. You would probably understand the characters better. You would have a rec. Mm-hmm. Maybe you would hate it more if you saw the video game, though, because it's like you know, reading the book and seeing the movie or whatever. Um, I thought the animation was really nice. What would you think about that? That's a good place to start. I uh, really liked animation. Uh, I actually liked the show as well. Yeah, I mean, it was an interesting storyline so far. Uh, I thought the bad guy was a little bit cheesy. I don't know what you think. He A little over the top. I thought, like, everybody, all the rest of the characters in it seemed like, okay, this is a dystopian future, by the way. I should mention that. So mm-hmm. in the realm of dystopian futures, all the characters seem like pretty normal human type. And then him, he seemed mm-hmm. like a something out of a Disney movie type villain. You know what I mean? It kind of felt out of place. Um, but I think it's something you can get used to over episodes. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, what did you think about the storyline? Yeah, I liked it. I, 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 I'm I, not going to say that I bought this all, because there, there are some things that I have uh, problems with and things like that I mm-hmm. could point out. But, but for being an animated TV show that I had absolutely no interest in, uh, I'm going to see more than three episodes, so already there, it's already kind of one, because I was like, eh, this is going to be uh, two episodes and I'm, I'm outing. Uh, I have to say, the three episodes that are out are actually got me interested in watching the rest, so I can't really say anything, like, super bad about it. I yeah, I like the time... The setting of the whole show, like the you know this futuristic uh, dystopia where there's the above ground people and the below ground people, and then there's mm-hmm. some. I obviously like the mystery aspect of like what was this secret? Uh, I don't know, mystical type energy ball that they found in this house mm-hmm. and stuff. So all that the mystery part really is what keeps you connected to the story. I don't know. I'd probably give this a. What, a seven for the first two episodes? Yeah, I would give it a seven. And, I'm, and I think that's quite high for a show I had absolutely no interest in. I thought uh, the, the animation and the mystery aspects are really what keep you kept me uh, wanting to watch it. Yeah. Uh, I saw a CNN documentary called The Story of Late Night. Uh, this was... Uh, Going through like everything from Johnny Carson to Jay Leno, David Letterman, O'Brien, things like that. Okay. Uh, from the beginning, uh, uh, very well made. Uh, a little shallow. Uh, not really talking about like the whole whole uh, like Conan O'Brien thing when he felt like uh, over 
uh, fooled and things like that. Uh, there's a very good book about that that I, I, I can... What do you mean? They completely skip over that? Not not entirely, but it was a little... It was a little too sh- shallow. Uh, they didn't uh, go in-depth into, like, what actually yeah. happened. They were just kind of like, oh, that... Well, I guess, I mean, if you're making a thing about... From Johnny Carson all the way up to today, you could only have so much right. time to talk about each thing, but... But yeah, no, the whole Jay Leno thing and things like that was kind of like... It wasn't skipped over, but it was extremely shallow. But uh, yeah, I recommend it for people that are interested in the story of The Late Show uh, and Late Night uh, like history of things. Uh, I will give it a 5, though. Uh, I saw Fairfax, which is an Amazon animated show. Did you see this? Okay. Nope. Uh, I don't know. You, you might. I think you might like it. It's definitely um, an adult cartoon. I would ro- not say this is a kids' t- cartoon by any means. It's about like a group of hype beasts. You know, they want to get like all the new drops. They want the new mm-hmm. uh, Supreme, or they want the new Louis Vuitton, or whatever. But these, in this, they obviously can't use the word Supreme. So the main thing that these kids want, uh, it, what, is, uh, latrine is the name of the brand. Mm, <laughs> right. Latrine. And it, it, but in this, like, Latrine, the brand is actually, like, uh, it's like the Illuminati. Like, everything is run by Latrine in the whole world, and then there's one secret mm-hmm. head of the organization that you don't really know who it is, at least in the episodes I watched. Uh, and But it's about these young kids who are tr- just, they all they want to do is get, like, the new merch, the new drop, the new cool, you know, swag, the new shoes or shirt or whatever the new brick, if it's Supreme putting out things. Um, and they make fun of all that hype beast stuff. Like the, they make fun of like how stupid it is to want to get a new fire extinguisher just cause it says Supreme on it or whatever. <laughs> um, and at the same time, it's, it, it's interesting because they're, they kind of portray Supreme as like this evil entity that has the ability to like, uh, send you to a pit where there's, uh, machine guns that will kill you unless you go uh, across this spike pit to get a, a shirt. I don't know. It's very weird and interesting. Um, I'd probably give this a, what, a 6.5 at least for the first couple episodes, and I, I'm definitely going to watch more. I'd recommend this to people. I'm seeing an article in Variety when I'm looking up uh, Fairfax on Google. Amazon's animated Fairfax is more depressing than funny, is what they're saying. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I guess they're probably. I haven't read the article. My guess is that they're saying, "Oh, look how sad it is." The culture of like being a hype beast or whatever. Uh, I asked Luke, "Hey, can you please recommend me something that's funny?" Uh, oh, he yeah. recommended me "Perfect Strangers" from nineteen eighty six. I have never ever seen this. Uh, I can say that. It amuses me. It amuses me a lot. Uh, I thought it was extremely, extremely funny. Uh, yeah. Did you know that there's a lot of theories that uh, Perfect Stranger... You know, remember Family Matters? Mm. Uh, Ur- the Urkel Show, as most kids called it when we were younger? Um, yes, I do remember that. That... Family Matters is a spin-off of Perfect Strangers. 
<laughs> I can see that. Because Harriet Winslow first appears as the elevator operator in Perfect Strangers, in, like, the building the guy, the main character, yeah. works in. And her name is the same name and everything, and they live in Chicago, which that's mm. the same city. Um, so there's a lot of, uh, if you look up, like, they, there's a lot of, what, fan theories of how the two are actually, it's it's a spinoff, but nobody really talked about it in the 90s. That's kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I must say that I, I liked it much more than I, I thought that I would. would uh, I, I usually, Luke knows this very well, I really don't like in sitcoms, and this was extremely funny and very witty, and it, it reminds me a little of uh, the Mick and Morty show. The Rick, oh, Rick and Morty? The cartoon? Yeah. Oh, okay. Rick and Morty, yeah. Yeah. Does it? Okay. I don't see that at all, but I mean, it, yeah, I guess because they're two different, like, the characters is, like, two opposing, it's, yeah. I think it's supposed to kind of be, like, the odd fellows or whatever. Um, Like, I, I almost wanted him to say, like, Gee, Smith, I don't want to do this. <laughs> uh, Balky is definitely like a character that like it reminds you of a lot of other characters. I mean, I think it uh, almost reminds me of Borat in a way, but it also yes, uh, the uh, Latka from Taxi is a very similar oh, kind yeah. of character. Yeah. Right. Oh right, my turn. Right, <laughs> sorry. Uh, mm -hmm. I let's not talk about that yet. Let's talk about Call the Closer on HGTV. Okay. It's, that? it's another HGTV show about uh, selling houses, but this lady, she doesn't really, she's not a, what, real estate agent. She works with real estate agents and contractors to, like, f mm. find somebody a house in their budget, and, but uh, being able to, like, make it, like, the perfect house for them, but... Sometimes you need to bring in a contractor. Sometimes you need to bring in this person. And so it's her business is basically being the in-between, the, the person who uh, takes care of all the little things that uh, it takes to, like, move into a brand new house and have it be just mm -hmm. the way you want it before you move in, I guess. Uh, okay. And they call her the closer, obviously, because the people she makes the people feel like, oh, this is the perfect house for me, even though sometimes maybe they have to compromise on things. So that's where the drama comes in, I guess. Uh, it's right. another HGTV show. The lady, actually, who is the, quote-unquote, the closer, she's entertaining enough, so I'll give this a 4.5. I have one more show that I've seen. Okay. Uh, it's called De... 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 Dexter. Dexter. Oh, yes. yeah. I saw this. Dexter. It is about a serial killer. Never seen the show before. Uh, that has moved to... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, that has... Yeah, it's about Dexter. Uh, when he moved uh, to Canada. Uh, and his sister is uh, there. Very, very funny enough. In his mind. Uh, being kind of the... The father figure of of the first season, uh, and Dexter is in love with this policewoman, 
And then somebody shows up from his past that he didn't think he would see again. I'm not going to say who that is, but uh, yeah, that is more or less episode one. Right, they set it up where 10 years has passed since the last season, so mm -hmm. at least in this first episode, it's a lot of explaining what his life is like now, all introducing the new characters who are living in this town that he lives in, um, setting up the first bad guy, I guess, quote-unquote bad guy in the show, like mm -hmm. what's who's the real bad guy in Dexter, right? <laughs> um, that's always kind of the... That's the interesting part of the show, I guess, the, d the yes. duality of man or whatever. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I thought this episode was really good. It felt very much like the original season. I got nostalgia oh, from so it. Um, just uh, how the characters... How the character evolved over just this first episode um i mean i mean at the end where loved they, it. Uh, with the end not the end but like the towards the end with the animal i was i was actually mm -hmm. upset because i was invested in this animal yeah. and everything so i'm like okay yeah. they did a really good job with the show so i gotta give 8.5 probably for the first episode yeah i i i, I just love this this is I, I read like people were like oh this is not as good as uh, it was this is not as good uh, as it uh, should have been. And I was like, what show did you watch? <laughs> I'm going to give it a 9. Really love that. Uh, I guess the last thing I saw, which I don't think... I guess you didn't see. Tampa Bay's? Tampa Bay's. Never heard of. I, I remember mentioning it to you. I guess you didn't see it. Uh, it's about some people... It's, it's a very much like a, kind of a... Uh, Jersey Shore slash The Hills. Oh, yes. Except, obviously, in Tampa okay. Bay. That's why it's called Tampa Bays. But this is spelled B-A-E-S, like the slang term. Uh, and it's about... A, it, this, is the, this is what it says on Google. A young lesbian it crowd navigating and celebrating life in Tampa Bay. This group of loyal friends, and sometimes more than friends, is always ready for an adventure or a good party. Uh, while constantly battling stereotypes and labels. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is, uh, like I said, it's the hill, it's the hills or Jersey Shore, but just all the main cast are, are just lesbians. And they go around and, you know, they party and drink and do all the things that, like, Jersey Shore or the Hills cast would do. And mm. it's just as annoying and the people are just as terrible people. Um <laughs> They all are just insufferable. They all feel like they're the best. Like, there's always infighting of like, oh, I'm the top dog in in Tampa Bay. I'm the big dog at the party or whatever. Like, mm -hmm. there's all this like posturing to be like the the it couple or uh, things like that. Um, and there's one character in here that just feels totally out of place. Like, there, I guess it's because what they say is she went and lived in Los Angeles for a while and then came back mm. to Tampa. And these are all her friends from years ago. And now they, they're they like talking shit behind her back and all this stuff. And it feels, I don't know, it's, you know, one of those The Hills shows. So mm. inevitably you're going to be like intrigued by it because you're like, these people can't really be that terrible, right? They can't really mm. be as horrible as they're being portrayed <laughs> on television. Then you find out, yes, they can be. Right. Uh, well, I mean, I don't know. Maybe, I mean, it, this could all just be totally manufactured, so. Uh, but yeah, it's not great. I'll give it a 2.5. Uh, 
I remember you saying this to me, but I couldn't find it anywhere. <laughs> well, I'm not surprised. I don't. I don't know. It's probably. I, well, it was on Amazon Prime. I mean, that's pretty. If it was on some weird little tiny network, I guess. But yeah. Uh, Inside Job episode three. Pew pew. What was this episode about? Uh, right. Let me get up the description. Um, Blue Bloods. After lizard people retaliated. Uh, oh, after a lizard people-related PR disaster, the team must do damage control at the Swank Reptoid Gala, where, to Regan's dismay, <laughs> hugs are required. Oh, this was so funny. Yeah, this was one of the fun... Well, I don't, was it funnier than the first episode? I think this might have been funnier than the first episode just because of some of like the weird political mm. humor uh, like and social commentary about... like. Who, which celebrities and which politicians are going to be rep, reptile people like the mm -hmm. old conspiracy? Um, and then wh who, who was it? Oh, that we saw in the background where like they had all the oh, names so on the wall. Paris Hilton. But it was like Paris Hiss uh, uh, Hilton, like a, yeah. like she was a snake. But then there was one per oh Donald Rumsfeld. It was like everybody had <laughs> a everybody had a different name that, that like went oh, with Donald Rumsfeld. Yeah, and he yeah. had just his regular name. Yeah. That was very funny. Uh, but the whole premise of this episode was that they uh, like like the description said they had to go to this gala to try to fix uh, a mistake their boss made with the reptoids that run. What, run the world, basically? Mm-hmm. Uh, we run the world. And are, have, like, what, crazy orgies was another kind of running joke in this. <laughs> so, I, I mean, this is this wasn't as action-packed as the last episode, but this was much more funny. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there was a few action scenes in this, but the last one had was just, like, crazy... Yeah, uh, monster uh, action where this was kind of more subdued action, but the, I thought the jokes were funnier. I thought, uh, I don't think the conspiracy theory joke has run its course yet. It's still funny to me. So overall, mm -hmm. I don't know what would you give this. I'd probably give it a uh, seven point five. I was thinking eight to be honest. I'm, I think this okay. one was probably my favorite episode yet. Okay. Yeah. I, I I think this is going to land on a 7.5. I, uh, it's really, really good. Uh, we have talked about the Norwegian uh, uh, beach handball team because they got in trouble uh, because they didn't want to play in uh, some very sexist uniforms. Uh, we talked about this uh, before the Olympics and also during the Olympics. Uh, now there has been a win for Norwegian uh, beach handball team. Look, the female beach handball players will no longer have to compete in bikinis. The Sports International Federation has decided three months after deciding to fine the Norwegian team for wearing shorts instead of bikinis, uh, triggering widespread outrage. Uh, from January 2022, women will be required to wear short, tight pants with a close fit and body fit tank top uh, when competing. According to the new regulations, the rules were updated October 3rd, but uh, only have now begun to get widespread attention. Okay, so this, mm -hmm. they decided this like last month and now we're just now finding out about it? Yep. 
I wonder why it took so long time before we knew about it, but uh, yeah. I still have a problem with this to a degree. I mean, I guess my point initially was kind of like, well, the reason they're doing this is because, like, sex sells. And then somebody pointed out to mm -hmm. me, well, then why are, aren't the men dressed in, like, Speedos? Because that would sell also to, you know, to other to women or to gay men mm -hmm. or something like that, right? So people who are attracted to men. Uh, but then somebody else pointed out to me once this came out about they're still telling them what to wear. They still are requiring them to wear short, tight pants with a close fit, right? I think the yeah. regulations would probably be like, you can wear what you feel comfortable wearing. Like, cause what if somebody does want to wear the bikini top and stuff? You know what I mean? Cause what if they yeah. feel more comfortable playing volleyball that way? Cause you have more movement. You have, you know, see what I'm saying? Like, I think mm. there's still a problem with requiring them to wear a specific like outfit. There's, there's an issue th with that to me. Uh, but I don't know. I get it's better. It's it's better, but I I I too uh, I I agree with you to a certain point that uh, it doesn't really solve the problem. It kind of hides the problem to a certain degree as well. Uh yeah, I I, I just think I guess there should there's got to be like lines somewhere. You can't have people coming out running around naked. Uh, I guess you could, but uh, that would be yeah. okay. Yeah. I would watch that. Huh. I, I mean, I'm just saying, like, maybe they should be allowed to, like, wear what they feel comfortable playing volleyball in. And it shouldn't, like, be determined by some international group of, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, old men. Or, who knows, I don't know who's in the in this group. It's probably a mix of old right. men and old women. But, yeah, no. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's what I say. Sex sells. I mean, that's true. Uh, I'm sure there are a lot of people uh, like flipping around channels during the Olympics that were like, oh, I'll stick on this because there's bikinis or whatever. Uh, but mm -hmm. like I said, the same thing could be true with men if you put them in Speedos and they don't do that. Men just wear, you know, regular shorts. So, yeah. Uh, Tiger King uh, has cancer. Uh, he's saying from prison that he has aggressive cancer. Uh, in a note shared on Instagram Wednesday, in an Ernst, uh, the zookeeper said that he has been diagnosed with aggressive prostate cancer. Um, right now, I don't want... This is a quote. Uh, I don't want anyone's pity. I'm sure Carol will have her own party over this, he said, referring to Carol Baskin. Uh, he's currently in prison for murder... Uh, for higher plot to kill Baskin in addition to other charges, right? Uh, yeah, that's... Mm -hmm. I mean, that's sad. I mean, he's not a great guy, but you don't want anybody to get cancer. No, it's... It's it's super sad. But it's... It's like, yeah, you did your wrong things. You have to stay in prison. Yeah, it says a judge ordered for him to be resentenced in July. I don't remember that. Maybe we covered it at the time, though. They did? I, I, yeah, I don't remember that going on. Huh. Weird. We must have just missed it. Maybe. Yeah, it. yeah. Probably nothing happened with it. That's my guess. Probably. 
Uh, another thing, uh, Biden uh, defends Big Bird for saying that he gets vaccinated. Holy shit, there were Republicans who were angry at this. Uh, Joe Biden defended Sesame Street character Big Bird after it was criticized by Republicans and right-wing commentators for advocating that people take a COVID-19 vaccine, arguing over the big giant yellow bird who has for decades been a children's favorite is the latest bizarre twist in a bipartisan battle over COVID-19 vaccines. Uh, in a tweet Saturday, Big Bird said he had been vaccinated against COVID. Uh... This is the quote. This is the tweet. I got the COVID nineteen vaccine today. My wing is feeling a little sore, but I'll, but it'll give my body an extra protective boost that'll keep that keeps me and others healthy. Okay. Mm. I mean, this is going because they're starting to vaccinate children now, so that's why obviously Big Bird came out on Twitter to talk about it, uh, and now the the Republicans are up in arms because they're anti-vax, obviously, and they probably feel like this is brainwashing children. Oh, here we go. Uh, it says, news commentator Lisa Booth claiming it was brainwashing children who are, are not at risk of COVID. So, <sighs> Booth's claims were not accurate. Ac accurate, yeah. And I love that we need to have someone saying that they are not accurate. In this time. I think it's also funny that it says here in 1972, in a 1972 episode of Sesame Street, Big Bird already advocated kids should be vaccinated against measles. So this is not the, f like, <laughs> it's not like the first time that they've, they've used Sesame Street for this exact purpose. That's, that's funny. I didn't know that. <laughs> I'm not surprised though. Yeah. I, I mean, just the idea of like... I, or even the idea of like, oh, don't be afraid of needles is something that teaching kids... I can see Sesame Street teaching kids, hey, don't be afraid of the doctor mm -hmm. giving you a shot or whatever. Yeah. Aw, that's cool. I like I liked that kind of propaganda. That kind of propaganda you can have. Audible time, uh, www.audibletrial.com forward slash ADC. That's dot com forward slash ADC if you want a free trial and a free book. You get a 30-day trial and you get a free credit to get anything you want on there. Uh, and you can keep the book and listen to it again and again even if you cancel your trial. So go check that mm -hmm. out because it helps us uh, also. Pilgrim by... Herman Cooper, that's what I'm reading now. Pilgrim by Herman Cooper. It is um, a little mix of uh, like ninja books, Witcher and Preacher and John Wick films. It's very cool. Okay, cool. Yeah, go check that out. Mm -hmm. um, let's talk about Travis Scott uh, and what happened the uh, Tragedy. Yeah, the guy that I didn't remember who was like five minutes ago. Mm. Right. Well, I mean, I don't think you're in into his music really. I don't. I don't really listen to his music. No. Either. So. <laughs> Not my kind of music. Right. Not that into rap. I mean. Together. Yeah, and it it's kind of maybe a hardcore kind of rap. Uh, I guess you would say. Um, mm. There, eight people died at a concert. Uh, Tragic. Hundreds of people were injured. I mean, yeah. I, I heard, I read an article yesterday. One 
person uh, is possibly brain like brain damaged to the point of you know yeah. not being a functional person anymore, which is very sad. So, oh, I mean, not just the people, not sad just for the people who died, but for the people who were injured and everything yeah. else. Um, I mean, there's so much to cover here. Uh, Travis Scott and Drake are being sued over uh, this, as well as. Uh, the production company is being sued. Obviously, uh, we're seeing that uh, the Houston Fire Chief uh, has said that they should have paused the show, but it's very strange because the what the the police or the fire chief. I think they all decided that this was considered a mass casualty event. Something like forty minutes before they stopped the show. Um, mm-hmm. It says I mean, by he did, he, he did stop it. It says by 9:38 p.m. Yeah. Authorities deemed it a mass casualty event. Uh, the Grammy nomi- nominated star, who said he was aware, wasn't aware of the extent of what was happening, continued to perform until 10:15. Right. So that's kind of the yeah. timeline of when they decided, hey, this should be shut down, or when it actually got shut down. Uh, so obviously, something there was some kind of miscommunication huge miscommunication i'm not sure how that happens yeah no that uh, i mean that's that's not at all okay i mean how is that possible uh right i mean there's videos out there of people uh breaking down barricades to get in that didn't have tickets so this place was overcrowded i mean the videos show like hundreds if not uh, up to thousand people like running through a gate at one point getting into this festival without tickets um and yeah travis scott kind of like stopped the concert once or twice as i'm to understand to Mm -hmm. point out that there were he even pointed at people in the crowds that was hurt like to the emds like so they could get go and get them like but how many times does that happen at one of those kind of festivals? Is that like a regular occurrence at festivals that he has to do that? Like, is that just a regular, like, is that, that's what I'm saying. Like, um, how, like, is that normalized to the point where like what I'm seeing here that came out today, uh, Travis Scott attended after party, um, of Astro world yeah. festival disaster. Uh, Travis Scott went to Dave and Buster's for an after party. Um, it just feels incredibly they're saying that the party was hosted by drake who is a surprise performer at the show who tells yahoo entertainment uh scott did not know the severity of the situation when he arrived at the port party the sources say he immediately left the party after he was informed about the tragedy um so it seems like well i mean it seems like he really didn't know what was going on according to this um sources coming from Yahoo News, obviously, um, talking about being at this after party. Um, so I'm wondering, I mean, there's one video out there that shows him literally staring at somebody's, like, limp body being dragged off by medics. I don't know, like... Yeah. So... That's my problem, is, it's like, it, it seems like he was aware of something, and he didn't even stop the concert, like... That that's maybe my biggest problem with this. It's like him coming out afterwards and saying that he's sad about this. Okay, cool. 
But you didn't even stop it. Like, you, you, you didn't even try to stop it. Right, exactly. And not only that, you know he had, like, an earbud in with people that could have said, hey, there's yeah. a problem, we need to stop the event. So th there's also those yeah. people that are at fault, which I think it's a production co company called Live Nation. And a lot of people are like, should we... We shouldn't blame Travis Scott. We should blame the production company, or we should blame Travis Scott exclusively. And I, I'm as I'm to understand, Travis Scott helped put on this event. Like it's his event, so isn't he part yeah. of the production company? So blaming the production company and Travis Scott um, together is not out of the realm of possibility because he is part of the production company. So uh, yeah. he's also negligent as a performer I, I also i believe in this situation just yeah. because uh as we're to understand he in the past has been known to encourage this type of behavior at his events uh so i guess who was it that pointed it i don't even remember who pointed out pewdiepie did a whole video i've seen so many videos about this this week but somebody pointing out um you can't just encourage this over and over and over again and then act surprised when something bad happens, right? Uh, and then be like, oh... When it happens, yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's what happened with this video apology, is it... He came out and was like, I'm so upset, I'm so upset, but it's like, you encourage this to happen, and then when it happens, mm -hmm. the, get when something really bad happens, then you're upset about it. Um, yeah, and then, I guess, talk, did you watch the apology video? That's kind of something to go into really quick. Yeah, I did, yeah. Yeah. It was pretty bad. Uh, <laughs> it was super bad. Uh, yeah, it just didn't seem genuine. It didn't seem... I mean, he's probably in shock also, so you got to put that into consideration. But at no point... Lots of people pointed out, at no point in this does he say, I'm sorry. And there's no point where he right. says, I'm sorry to the families, or I'm sorry to my fans, or any... There's no sorry in that apology, which is strange. Uh, it felt very, you know, written by a PR person or something like that. Um, and that's that's probably my biggest problem with it, is that it felt very... It's sad to use the word generic, but uh, that's what it felt like. It felt very generic. It just And not heartfelt, maybe? Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. And then a lot of people pointing out the black and white filter, obviously... Oh, jeez, yeah. That was even worse, maybe. I guess the whole thing is, like, you had to consciously be like, I'm going to turn on this black and white filter to make it look more, you know, yeah. mo moody and, you know, uh, yeah. sad and stuff. And it's like, if you had to do that, maybe, yeah, that's not great. Uh, that you you thought about that image, the how you were going to look in that, you know... Um, yeah, uh, and then we're seeing just now Astroworld conspiracy theories taken off of TikTok, uh, conspiracy mm. theory videos about uh, the tragedy at Travis Scott's Astroworld Fest Festival are being taken off of TikTok. The video platform has said uh, conspiracy theories have spread on social media, including claims that uh, it was a ritualistic sacrifice. Uh, TikTok spokesperson told Newsbeat it was removing any suspicious content, some conspiracy theorists have said that the crowd was put under a spell, and phrases such as Astroworld Sacrifice have been trending online since it happened. Others say the date of the event... Uh, they've linked the date of the event to the establishment of the Church of Satan and claim the rapper's lyrics are also of satanic nature. Uh, 
Okay. Right. And this is going too far, in my opinion. I mean, this always happens whenever anything like this happens. Uh, remember the Las Vegas uh, mass shooting that was at a concert? Yeah. Uh, same, cons the exact same conspiracies were yeah. being peddled during that time. And it's disgusting. It is disgusting. Really disgusting. Uh, yeah, I, I don't remember, but it kind of puts into question like some of these people really do believe like satan is a physical being and is actually like there mm. and actually like um is doing these things you know what i mean they actually kind of believe that there is a a bad guy that's causing all all of these tragedies wouldn't happen if it wasn't for satan um mm -hmm. there's that whole side of it but then there's the people who believe that like the Illuminati is doing these sacrifices as like as like a Church of Satan type thing, but like uh, they're working for Satan. Like, there's all these weird in and out parts of the conspiracies. Uh, but like I said, these are these cons this isn't a new conspiracy. This has been around no. for basically my whole life as long as I can remember mm. being on the internet at mm. least. Yeah, same here, and I I I don't think it will go away either. Because people have have this weird hinge to go to to that kind of thing. Like they they want to believe it because it's so out there. Right. I um, I mean, just look in in looking into my own past and thinking about like metal bands from like the early nineties, late eighties, that kind of era. Uh, just think about the. Ozzy Osbourne, Satanic, all that stuff. Um, mm -hmm. I would say that made him more famous, right? So. Oh yeah, definitely. Right, exactly. So the whole, the whole thing could actually, I don't know, strangely be good PR for this whole situation, because uh, it kind of doesn't. It kind of hides like what the actual bad stuff that happened under this. Like, oh, we're they're being blamed as conspiracy theorists or blame being blamed as being Satanists. Um, mm. I guess the last thing we want I wanted to talk about with this is the whole needle, like people getting poked with needles in the crowd or whatever. And if you think that's true or not, or if you've seen anything about that, I mean, maybe, I don't know. I've seen no evidence to say it is true other than one right. security guard saying that, uh, he felt like he might've got pricked with something which seems that doesn't seem like a lot of evidence right. to me so i'm gonna say that's not true um yeah probably not true but yeah i i i don't know i can't say that it is true or or not true so it seems very unlikely to me um let's say that i agree yeah uh but the whole thing is just sad and obviously a failure on a lot of people's parts um and uh, I wouldn't be surprised. If, I mean, it looks like there's an ongoing criminal investigation besides the lawsuits. So we'll see mm -hmm. what happens. This is going to be an ongoing thing we talk about, I'm guessing. Yeah, and it's such a huge thing as well. Uh, and even though, like, the Houston Fire Chief said that they should have posted the show, I mean, yeah. Uh, more Skid Game is coming. Uh, what a shock. Nobody uh, saw this coming. 
Well, I well, I even said when we finished when we wrapped up the show uh, reviewing it um, that I didn't really want a season two. I don't remember what right. you said. You kind of you were on the fence, I think, or I don't remember. Yeah, I I I don't know what I feel about it. I I just don't I don't think it will be as good as uh, it uh, season one. So I'm I'm not sure I want another season. Uh, it could be just as good, or yeah, it could either be just as good, or it could totally ruin the whole franchise, right? Um, yeah. I don't know. I I even saw somebody post a video doing like a Squid Game. Uh, it was on my recommended. It was like Squid Game skateboard uh challenge or something like that, and I was already like, it's a little bit cringe this week like it's been long enough where like squid mm. the meme of squid game is kind of like run its course and everything and where mm. a lot of people have stopped even caring uh, about it that's like how we the entertainment cycle we live in at this point is like squid game is already irrelevant <laughs> yeah are you sad about that are you do you care uh no i think it had its place and its time it did perfect timing for halloween and everything else and oh, yeah. I'm sure everybody's going to watch the second season, and if it is good, that's going to be great. And if it's not, the there's going to be a lot of great jokes about it. So e- either way, we're going to benefit from a second season. <laughs> that's 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 true. I didn't think about that. Yeah, we're going to get tons of good go, memes. Yeah. 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 All the memes. Memes, dude. We live on it. We're not that old. We love memes. Uh, but uh, some people are not so happy for Eternals. Uh, people in Saudi Arabia, for example. Qatar and Kuwait. Uh, Marvel's Eternals will not hit cinemas in, in those countries. The Hollywood Reporter has learned it. And all uh, The news emerged on Thursday that Eternals have quietly been roof, removed from websites in each of those countries. The United Arab Emirates, however, the film is still listed among the titles. Yeah, I'm not surprised by this. Uh, you can't have gay people kissing in movies in those kind of. Oh, movies. is that is that what this is all about? Right. It says here sources yeah. suggest the decision was likely made over the inclusion of same same gender of a same gender couple in the film. Uh, yeah. And the MCU's first gay superhero. Uh, yeah. Oh, that. right. It says homosexuality is officially illegal across the Gulf, and films containing anything related to these issues are frequently pulled from release. So, yep. Yeah. <sighs> My mom always said, <laughs> oh, I love intolerance. Intolerance. Yeah, it's, uh, it's really stupid, uh, oh. and, and it's been going on for a really long time. Is it... I remember hearing a rumor that, uh, you know the show Laverne and Shirley? Mm-hmm. There was, like, a whole thing that, like, it it was released there, but they had to put a disclaimer at the beginning of it that said that these two women, uh, went insane, and, uh... This is the story of two crazy people because they were two women living together. <laughs> I don't know if that's true, but I remember hearing that. I really hope that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that's true. Oh, that's funny.
also movies. I saw Finch. Uh, this is the Tom Hanks. Oh, movie. it's out. Okay. Yeah. It is out. Yes, uh, on Apple Plus. It is a uh, post uh, a couple of this uh, thing. Uh, it's mostly about Finch <laughs> building a robot to take care of his dog. Okay. That is more or less the the movie. I I cried. It made me cry. So Interesting. Is that? Uh, did I like it? <laughs> sure. To a certain degree, I did. I mean, I, 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 I think there are some technical aspects of this movie that I liked more than the movie itself. Uh, I think the setting is cool. I think a lot of things in this movie is very cool. I just think the story is as thin as tea that you have uh, made of two day uh, tea bags. Like the same tea bag you used for two days. You use it again and then you have the story of this. It is ultra 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 weak uh, and kind of like eh, uh, seen this in Up and other movies. So I'm going to give it a 5.5. Alright, why don't you do another one? Because I only saw two movies, so... Okay, cool. Uh, I saw No Time to Die. Uh, it's a James Bond movie? I don't know if you heard of James Bond. Uh, do you want me to spoil this movie for you, Luke? Sure. I don't care. I mean, it's James Bond. Spoiler I know how it ends. For no, time... uh, no, you don't. James Bond dies. Okay. He dies, dies. So, he sacrifices himself. Oh, okay. So more, no more James Bond. Uh, I give it a seven. Six? No. Six point five. Six point five. Uh, I saw Clifford the Big Red Dog. <laughs> For fuck's sake! I saw it was out, and I was like, nope, not going to see it. I was kind of entertained by it. I don't know why. Really? Um, I mean. Yeah. It started out, and I was kind of like, are they getting away from, like, the actual meaning of the books? Which, the meaning of the books was always, like, uh, Clifford is different, and people have to learn to accept that he's different. And, and like, he might, mm -hmm. uh, you might not like everything he does, but he, you know, it's about acceptance or whatever. Uh, the weird mm -hmm. part in this is the beginning of it, it turned... It, they make it all, like, magic. Like, uh, there's this magical wizard who gives her a puppy, and then she makes a wish on, on the puppy to for it to grow up, and it gets really big. Instead of it being... In the books, it was just like she got a puppy, and it just happened to be a puppy that grew up really big, right? You know what I mean? They had to make it, like, this magic thing about magic and, like, uh, dreams and wishes and stuff like that. Um, and... Yeah, that was kind of annoying, like but they that. they did stick to the kind of the concept of like uh, acceptance and like just learning to to learn that everybody has uh, good things about them, which is kind of that's the moral of the story mm. of Clifford. So by the end of it, they get there. Uh, the it's kind of comedic. The bad guy in it is pretty funny. 
overall, I'd probably give it, I don't know, a six. Really? Yeah, I mean, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't great. A six? That seems a little high. Mm, it was entertain. I, I was entertained the whole time I was watching it. Really? Yeah. It doesn't look like a good movie at all. What did you think about Jack, uh, 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 yeah, the main guy? I like him as actor. Oh, uh, yeah, what's his name? Uh, here it is, Jack Whitehall. Uh, yeah, he was fine yeah, in it. He was funny. Uh, Tony Hale uh, plays the bad guy, and then John Cleese uh-huh. plays the wizard dude. It also has David Allen Greer. Keenan Thompson is actually, I'm not a huge fan, but he's very funny in this as well. Horatio mm. Sands is in this, so it's got a lot of really good comedic actors. And, uh, yeah. Talking about the superhero movie, I saw Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Uh, I am a little tired of Marvel movies. <laughs> Can I say that now? Uh, but this was a very... I, I, I actually... I'm going to say this. This is probably the one Marvel movie I would recommend to Luke. Okay. Just because it's a... Fucking amazing martial arts movie. Okay. Uh, does it ha- is it related back to any other Marvel franchises or is it like a standalone? Not really. Okay. Yeah. And and that's also one of the reasons why I recommend it to you because it's I, I think you you would you will you will like it because it has a lot of stuff like Chinese mythology in it badass uh, super effects and very cool like yeah I, I this this is maybe my favorite uh, Marvel movie of all of them that has been made it, the beginning scene is just amazing and yeah I, I could talk about it for hours and hours but I'm actually going to give it a 9 Oh, wow. That's really high. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, why don't you do another one, then we'll do the movie we watched together. Uh, okay, cool. I will do another one. Uh, I saw a little independent movie called Lamb. Oh, yeah. I, I was going to watch that this week. I just... Too busy. Well... <laughs> It uh, it sure is a movie. Uh, <laughs> I I don't know what I think about this movie. Is what I'm going to say about this movie. It is about this Icelandic couple that lives uh, out in their remote 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 farm, and then uh, they have a very uh, mysterious newborn uh, and they uh, decide to keep it and raise it as their own and then things happen yeah alright that sure was a movie um, I think Naomi Rapace uh, was amazing in it I don't know what I think about this movie though it is Fucking weird. Uh, it is very, very, very slow, 
it is very very visually striking and it's very moody and your curiosity is like eh, I wonder what is going to happen there and then no nothing really happens and when thing really happens it really happens uh, but I'm going to give it a 7.5. Yeah, 7.5. Oh, okay. I was like, I, I don't know where he's going with this. Is it good? Is it bad? I was waiting for I, the... I don't, yeah, I don't know either. <laughs> I liked it, though. Yeah. All right. Uh, the last thing we both saw was Till Death. Uh, mm-hmm. This is on... Well, it's available on Netflix if people want to see it. In uh, America. You know, it's not... Yes. Right, okay. In America it is. Uh, with Megan Fox and Ian Mackin? Mackin. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. You want to go into what it's about, or do you want me to do it? I guess sure. go on. Uh, it's about a woman who is married with a guy, and at the beginning, very beginning, we find out she's cheating on him. Uh, mm-hmm. They have an anniversary, right? Her, her and her husband uh and it's clear she's not happy with him and he seems pretty infatuated with her they go to a what lake house for their anniversary after dinner Mm -hmm. uh and then uh chaos ensues should i go any further than that no i think that's uh that's enough Right. Uh, a she lot of stuff suits. starts happening. Uh, the, the when they wake when she wakes up the next morning, uh, yeah, and uh, it's it's a survival movie. I guess I would call it uh, action. Not really. It's a thriller survival movie. Right. I liked it. I'm going to say that uh, right away. I liked it. It's not the best movie I've seen. In... Well, it, yeah, I thought it for what it was. It was perfectly adequate and it was entertaining and there were some twists and turns in the story that kept you guessing there was a mystery Mm -hmm. aspect to it um Mm -hmm. i thought megan fox was was fine she was very good in certain parts of this uh one of the bad the main bad guy i thought was very very good so good as like his the character he played uh i mean the husband we see as much as we see of him uh Mm -hmm. Yeah, we don't have a lot of characters, but and the setting is just one simple setting, which makes the movie very mm-hmm. easy to produce and make. Also, so for you know uh, how they did it, it was well done on a budget. I'm assuming. Um, yep. And uh, I don't know. I'll give it a what seven point five. I uh, I would give it a seven. Uh, I I I I agree with you. I I I think it's. It's much better than it had any right to be. <laughs> uh, and then I don't feel bad about saying that, actually, because it's like, you don't think this sh- could be as bad, good as it is, to be honest. It's got 89% on Rotten Tomatoes right now. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. I think I will give it a 7.5, actually. Uh, yeah, I think the twists and turns in the mystery storyline yeah. is what really makes the makes it uh, good. Where I mean, the cinematography's fine, the acting's fine, everything's fine. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was good though. Okay, uh, let's watch a trailer for a movie. You want to do that? I do. An IFC movie 
the beta test. What are we doing here? What are we doing here? A couple of weeks ago, this guy gives me American Psycho vibes. Inviting me yeah. to a no strings attached sexual encounter in a hotel room. <laughs> it's pretty card, looked official. I don't know. I was stupid. You know those cards. What? You get them all the time. Nuts. I had to wear a blindfold. But the woman. <laughs> I can't even tell you. What's going on here? <laughs> this is really happening? You really did this? In this climate? This guy looks super familiar. I've definitely seen him in something. Honey, is anything going on? We're getting married in like six weeks. If anything were going on... Oh, I like her! I missed her face. I blinked, I think. Now I'm suspicious of her. Oh, I've seen her in the... Maybe it's your wife. Maybe it's my wife. Gosh. People are so terrified of stepping out of line. Good. Consequences won't go away anymore. Yeah, this guy also, the blonde guy, definitely seen him in things, and I cannot place it. I can't use the language that I'd like to use to you right now because of the new direction that the agency and the country is going. <laughs> what is happening? I'm fine. Everything's great with me. This isn't a midlife crisis. I'll let you know when I'm having one of those. Perfect timing. <laughs> this looks good so far. Twilight Zone. Hilarious. How are you going to convince me today that you're better at your job tomorrow? Jacqueline. I think maybe now is a good time we all take a break. I think those American <laughs> psycho vibes were the correct feeling. Very. Yeah. I love American psycho vibes. I think it's so on. Underrated. Underrated? People love... Well, at least in America, people love that movie. <laughs> uh, on Rotten Tomatoes, it says, Maintenance in progress. That's nice. Uh, oh. Oh, yeah, I saw that earlier. Is it still... I thought it was just the one page I was on. Is it... Go to the main... Go to... Like, just go to dot .com, RottenTomatoes.com, and see if that's down. Uh, no. No. Let's see if I can get it. Okay. Let's stop the recording. No, we're not stopping the recording. This is interesting. Oh, why this is? Well, maybe the, if the whole website's down, that's we that, that's interesting. Oh, the beta tester. I was just going to do, to read reviews, and then this is like the whole site is down. Is it? Well, I'll go there. I, I, I just asked you, did you go to the main thing? Yes! Oh, let me try it. I wonder if it's just down in Norway. The main site's working here, at least. Okay. Uh, can you get into the beta test? Uh, I can try. Beta test. Uh, 2016. No. 2021. There we go. There was a 2016 movie, apparently, as well. I did not. Okay, I'm trying to get there. Okay. Maintenance and progress. Okay, so the yeah. whole website's not down. It's just... So let's try... I'm going to try Clifford the Big Red Dog. <laughs> let's... I mean, there's got... Let's see what's... Maybe there... Maybe there's something going on here. Maybe it's just that movie. 
no, because I, when I went to another movie earlier when we were talking about movies, uh, yeah, uh, Clifford the Big Red Dog is down also. You want to try another no. random one just to see what happens? The Dark Knight. All right, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to try Dexter and just to get away from movies and see if TV is also being affected. But it, it kind of destroys the segment because I can't read any reviews now. That's fine. I'll just read. I've got. I saved mine on, <laughs> on on the desktop, so um. I can get one from Metacritic, I guess. Yeah, that'll work. Let's go. Jeez, I'm still trying to load up Dexter, and it's not even loading now. Huh. Um. Well. Oh wait. I, I clicked. Like read. I clicked it again. Uh, nothing. Okay. Okay, I will. I will read uh, a mixed review on Metascore, I guess, uh, from Screen. Well, don't. Shouldn't I do the description of the? Oh, maybe you should. Uh, maybe I should ask you the question. Yeah. Hey, Luke, what is this Oscar-nominated movie all about? Uh, a married Hollywood agent receives a mysterious letter for an anonymous sexual encounter and becomes ensnared in a sinister world of lying, murder, and infidelity. 6.4 out of 10 on IMDb, 94% on Rotten Tomatoes. You, I got it here on the Google, even though we can't get to the site. So, uh, 3 out of 5 on IndieWire, and 66% of Google users liked it. Um... Let's try this link to Rotten Tomatoes and see if this link works. I'm sure it doesn't. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Let's uh, read from The Guardian. Part delicious satire of Hollywood culture, part frustrating muddled title, thriller, uh, but the good bits are sufficiently impressive. It did. Uh, it wouldn't be fair to hold its flaws against it too much. We mustn't be greedy for perfection. Okay. And yeah. give it sixty out of a hundred. Robert Nova. That is the lowest. Oh, say that again. Yeah, sorry. And that is the lowest I could find. Well, I've got a one out of ten from Robert Nova on IMDb. He says. Jim Cummings is unbearable. I don't know if he is looking for someone similar to Christian Bale in American Psycho. Oh wow! Or what? Wow. But his performance is completely over the top. It's just painful to watch. And I got another one out of ten from Mona Ply. Uh, okay, either I'm stupid or extremely smart, but I seriously did not get this movie. Can somebody clarify? I am in Europe, so not that up-to-date on the Weinstein story, I understand this is something that was based on, apparently, but Ooh. I seriously do not understand this movie and feel I lost my precious time. I do not recommend. Sorry. Cool. Uh, you got any good ones, or sh should I do a good one? Yeah, you do a good one. Catherine Keene says, 10 out of 10, thoroughly enjoyed Jim and PJ's latest production. They are so talented. This film is so not Hollywood, even though it's set in Hollywood. Such excellent writing and performances by all. Not a sit-back-and-relax film. Lots of tension and energy. Can't wait for more from these two. Mm. Uh, reviews 374662 says, 8 out of 10. Despite the soap opera filming quality, the tongue-in-cheek look into the sick desperation of Hollywood workers, slaves, and their over-PC way of life. Very funny dialogue. The beta test is like an eyed wide shut meets black mirror. Okay. 
Ooh. That's a pretty high price. Uh, yeah, and the trailer made it look decent, at least. But that, you know, you yeah. can only tell so much from a trailer. That is true. What is the one trailer where you have seen the trailer and thought, Oh my god, this is amazing, and it was totally banana shit bad? Uh, I mean, I guess the most recent example of that that I would be Free Guy, right? Because I really oh, yeah. was anticipating that trailer, really trailer and being like, yeah. wow, that looks really good. There's been a few yeah. recently, I just can't, I guess I, I'd probably think of them. Pixels. I, th I remember thinking Pixels was going to be shit from the trailer, though. Oh, really? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Um, what was the one we watched recently that they, like added another hour on to the end of it with the cave? God, what was that movie? There's been a few recently that have been like that for me. Cool. Uh, what else do you want to talk about? Uh, well, let's talk about Marvel Studios Eternals. Uh, the Eternals, a race of immortal beings with superhuman powers who have secretly lived on Earth for thousands of years, you reunite to battle the evil deviants. 46% uh, on Rotten Tomatoes, 6.9 out of 10 on IMDb. 52% of Metacritic, 79% of Google users liked it. Yeah, I heard it was uh, on par, that it was maybe the worst Marvel movie. Uh, Mark, Mary, and some other people. <laughs> That's a very good title, by the way. I like that. <laughs> right. Uh, uh, Mark, Mary, and some other people is an American comedy m movie. It It is... Uh, written and directed uh, by and produced by Hannah Marks. Uh, it has uh, Haley Law, Ben Rosenfeld, Odessa Arsources in it. 69% of Google users liked it. Uh, don't see anything else. Uh, Lanterns Lane. A recent college graduate and her estranged high school friends returned to Lanterns Lane, the loca location of a creepy urban legend, and must fight to survive the night. 3.8 out of 10 on IMDb, 61% of Google users liked it. Uh, starring Br Brooke Butler, Sydney Carville. Okay. Can you take the next one as well? And a guy named Skip Howland, who has, like, the best mustache I've ever seen. Uh... <laughs> well, I, I have I have love. Uh, it, it was not the movie. That is... Oh, sorry. <laughs> that is what you wrote. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, love. It was not... Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, there you uh, go. 80% on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. This is a documentary. Uh, doesn't say anything really about it. Oh, well, I'll do the next two then. Uh, let me see. Hell Hath No Fury, a mentally disturbed and freakishly obsessive woman, goes to the extreme lengths to be a newly... to be with a newly wed guy whose wife has mysteriously gone missing... Uh, 3.1 out of 10 on IMDb. Uh, see, do I have any actors or actresses? No, I got nothing on this. Um, okay. Uh, and for some reason it says first episode date. 
under under yeah. it. Yeah. You that, see, that's what it says there as well. Except then, but it says movie right up here. So it, that, it, yeah, I, I think they're just very, very confused as to what the hell's going on here. Um, <laughs> and then love it was not. Let's see if I got anything for that. Uh, it says eighty percent of people like this movie. One hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Eight point two out of ten on IMDb. A young Jewish woman named uh, Helen. Citron is taken to Auschwitz where she develops an unlikely romantic relationship uh, with Fran Wolch, a high-ranking member of the SS. Okay. That's weird. That's a weird thing to make a documentary about. Uh, Yeah, it is. I mean, isn't uh, that like what is Stockholm Syndrome kind of thing happening? Right? It does. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what movie do you want to see? Uh, I guess the beta test looks the be- like the best to me. Yeah, I agree. I want to see Eternals just because uh, it's made by that woman that made another very good movie that I don't remember. Okay. But uh, yeah, Chloe Shao, is that her name? Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, she's a good director. Uh, yeah. Did you check out Skip Howland's mustache, by the way? No, I didn't. Go click. I put it in the link. You can see. Okay. Oh, that is a very good mustache. Look at that thing. Wow. Wow. I think if you turned him upside down, you could sweep your kitchen floor. (laughs) That is an amazing mustache. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Uh, Next week, uh, news of the week, Uh, TV and movies of the week. Inside Job Episode 4. Uh, we will do another digital review of Belfast. I have heard that is amazing. Uh, that is uh, Kenneth Branagh uh, news. Right, movie. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, look, we need to rename our round. Jeremy told me that he doesn't listen to the podcast anymore. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. I think we'll probably so, just keep calling it that, though. Will we still call it the Jeremy round, even though he doesn't listen to it? Yeah, that, that's funny. <laughs> Is that funny? Yeah, I think it's funny. Okay, okay. okay. If you if you think it's funny, we'll keep it. Because it's so, it doesn't make any sense. That's why it's funny. Ah. <laughs> right? It's, it's meta. It's ir- irreverent, right. Uh-huh. It is meta. It will be a part of the meta universe. Uh, yeah. Uh, what have you uh, for the Jeremy round, I guess? Let's see. Um, yeah, where should we start? Uh, there was something about Prince Harry said he warned this tw- the CEO of Twitter, Jack Dorsey, uh, that about uh, misinformation on his platform. Um, Okay. uh, It says, Jack and I were emailing each other prior to January 6th where I warned him that his platform was allowing a coup to be staged, Harry said, at a tech forum. The email was sent the day before and then it happened and I haven't heard from him since. Uh, That's what he said, that he was emailing with Jack Dorsey back and forth right before it happened, I guess? Mm Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Uh, Travis got the apology review of PewDiePie. That was amazing. Yeah, I mean, we kind of talked about it already, but yeah. 
it's I wasn't expecting it because it seems like something kind of risky for PewDiePie to do, just because do. he could get canceled very easily. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, the book of Boba Fett got the uh, trailer. You don't care about that? No, I don't really care about that. No. Boba Fett was always my favorite Star Wars character when I was a kid. Like, my favorite action figure and everything else. It was kind of like the badass character from the original series. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, H3, H3 versus Shoe Nice. Well, I guess is it a versus? I don't know. I'm thinking next week where he's going to be end up being somebody. an interview on the podcast more than likely, don't you think? Yeah. Oh yeah. But there was a whole situation where he was spamming the their private chat, which is maybe. like for their maybe. Yeah. It seemed like he was spamming their private chat uh which their their members only chat, I guess, um mm-hmm. during the podcast and they were show they were showing it live as it was happening, which was very funny. And then Shoe like Nice comes 30, out and says, it wasn't me, yeah. right? Yeah. 30 or 40 different, uh, like, uh, uh, people were banned. <laughs> so weird. Oh, no, by the end of it, they said it was 100 different accounts. 100? Yeah. Uh, different accounts? Yeah. Jesus. Like, right Christ. at the very end, they did a final total. Because at, some, at one point, they stopped, <laughs> like, doing an update. But yes. if you... Heard at the very, very, very end of the podcast, okay. right? Before, yeah, they, the, the. I didn't hear that. The Swedish guy, he did a love. He did an update, and yeah, uh, yeah uh, it, it at love. least a hundred, which I thought was interesting. I mean, yeah. he denies it, but he also has a history of doing things like this, so it's yeah, like, yeah. yeah. I hate love uh, because he's Swedish. because Swedish. <laughs> yes, yes. That's how it works. Uh, Yes. Uh, how ridiculous had a very good video uh, about how many glass windows stops an arrow. That was interesting. Oh right, 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 right. I'm. Th- I worry about those videos. They're gonna hurt themselves. Like they don't have enough. Say, <laughs> like most of the time when they do like drop drop videos or things like that, it's like okay, they seem like they're yeah. taking safety precautions. In that one. He literally almost got a pitchfork through the <laughs> leg. Yeah. Like, a pitchfork is yeah. sharp. I don't know if you know ever yeah. been around a pitchfork, but those things, it, with enough force, could really do some serious damage to you. Like, yeah, that that was some dangerous stuff, for sure. There should have been, a, like, a yeah. warning on that before it happened, I thought. I was, I was scared, and I was just, like, watching it, right? But it was kind of funny, though. Uh, did you hear about Aaron Rodgers of the Green Bay Packers? Not that we talk about no sports. Uh, in an interview on the Pat McAfee show, Rodgers said he is allergic to an ingredient used in both vaccines in the, uh, Pfizer and Moderna and steered away from the Johnson & Johnson vaccines as well. Uh, Rodgers did not disclose what ingredient he was allergic to. So there's this whole thing with him now. Uh, he's this mm. new sports star who people who are anti-vax are looking at as like you know kind of a spokesman person and so there's a whole discussion now about like uh sports stars being the spreading conspiracies and things like that i guess Mm -hmm. it's a discussion and wwe released a whole bunch of new people did you see this uh no did they just this week or 
Yeah, Keith Lieb. Uh, for example. Okay. Uh, 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 is it Cardian Cross? His name is. Uh, yeah. Was also released. Uh, a lot of women. A lot of women. Uh, there's a story we might cover next week if something bigger comes out of it, but uh, right now we're hearing that Stella Morris, Julian Assange's fiance, is telling the British government that uh, they're claiming that they're being blocked from being married. Uh, mm. A lawyer linked back to the response of British officials towards the hostility uh, they have towards WikiLeaks. Um, yeah, so that could be... If something comes out of that, we'll see, I suppose. Talking about girlfriends, did you see... <laughs> did you see Leonardo DiCaprio uh, being gushed at, uh, at, uh, at the film premiere of Jeff Bezos? Oh, I saw the yeah, I saw the video. <laughs> I I didn't get that until people like suggested it to me. Like I just watched uh, it. And I just saw like a lady just being nice to this guy, and then and people no, were like, "She's looking no. at him with like the doe eyes yeah. or whatever." I didn't oh, I didn't definitely. see it when I first watched it, but then when people pointed it out, I guess I can kind of see it. Yeah, and Jeff Bezos after that posting like. Uh, a picture of like him in front of a sign, like uh, uh, threatening him with killing him as a joke. That was so funny. I didn't see that at all, really. Huh? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just Be Bezos has a, a sign where it's just, like it's a very deep uh, cliff or something like that, and oh. it's just, like, uh, uh, "Hey, Leonardo DiCaprio, do you want to come and visit me?" I see. Yeah. Right. Yeah. As a Joke. Obviously, as a joke, right? Maybe, yes. maybe. That's a, a joke, right? Maybe, maybe, maybe we will we will get to see that Leonardo DiCaprio has been killed <laughs> next week, and we know who it is. Right? Exactly. He's like, "Was it me? What do you mean? What do you mean? Uh, He's found in an Amazon package, right?" Um, <laughs> His body parts are being shipped in separate directions in Amazon packages. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess the last thing... I was watching some video recently, and somebody who has just recently started posting YouTube shorts, um, mm -hmm. which I see more and more, like, certain types of YouTubers doing. Apparently, at least according to this one YouTuber, I'm not going to say who it was, but they were saying in their video that they're doing it because it increases... Uh, it, it helps the, it, the algorithm will uh, promote your other videos more if you do shorts for some reason. Like the way yeah. that YouTube has set it up. I think it's they're trying to connect it to compete, obviously, with TikTok. But mm -hmm. I, I was wondering for a while why YouTubers would make short videos that aren't going to make them more money when they could make a longer video and actually get more ad revenue out of it, if, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, but it seems mm -hmm. like their uh, YouTube algorithm is encouraging people to make shorts by uh, promoting them more if they do, which is strange. Remember when I said Trish status? Trish status? Why do I think of that? Trisha uh, was going to be vegan because her last well, name is Paytas. That Trisha's status, right? <laughs> yeah, I that, I, well, that's I was just saying. 
Yes, yeah, probably. But she was uh, ve- she well, was going vegan, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, well, uh, pictures of her showing her vegan refrigerator had butter in it. Oh, right, I heard that, right. Um, <laughs> she's also Har- Hare Krishna now? Yep. Uh, Good for her. I, sure. She just bounces around religions quite a bit, it seems like, you know what I mean? Uh, which I, I guess somebody else. That's known for that, so I'm not going to complain. Yeah, maybe. She just, uh, <laughs> she even said in a video that, I think I saw it on Deaf Noodles, he was, it was, she said she has been soul-searching and trying to find herself or whatever, and this is the one religion. Um, I don't know, the only way, I mean, the only time I ever see Hare Krishna's is, like, at the airport, so. Hare, Hare Krishna. Okay. Uh, I think that's it. Uh, yeah. I think... I, I don't really have anything else. No? Uh, so, do you say same time, same place? Yeah, let's let's uh, do another podcast next week. If... <sighs> okay, then. Yeah. Bye! Goodbye, everybody. Bye-bye, everybody. Another, di- another, digi- another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. 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 Citizen.